All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. <laughs> it was hot. It was really quite something. <laughs> Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. We want to say a very big thank you to our partners, altplayground.net. It has been so fun seeing the new arrivals section on Alt Playground, which shows all of the newest members jumping on board. There have been people from all over the country, so many new faces and titties and asses, if we're lots being of, real. Lots of titties and asses. <laughs> jumping on this site. So it's just great to see Alt Playground working hard to grow across the United States, bringing you so many more opportunities to connect with sexy and like-minded people. So if you want to be one of those people, head on over to altplayground.net today. We have a community there that we would love for you to come pop in and say hello. And it's just a really fun, awesome place to be. Very sex positive. And the other thing I'll say about Alt Playground is it's not just for lifestylers poly people sex positive people in general are welcomed and will find people that they can really connect with and share with at altplayground.net as well all right so (laughs) i don't even know where to start so much so much happening (laughs) so much has happened in our lives this week and i i think i want to start by talking about the couple interactions. We talked last week about one, and this week got so much worse with the couples. So I'll preface this all by saying, I think we've kind of both decided that it would be hot for me to eventually play with another couple. Yeah, well, you already have to some degree. You were out of town last year, you know, pre-COVID, when the world was normal, and you were in Miami, and you had the opportunity to meet with a couple. Yeah, but it was soft swap. I haven't been fucked by a couple. No, no, no. You just had the opportunity to, to kind of entertain you know, with a cup, be entertained by a couple. And it was super nice. It worked out really well. And it was the, the perfect kind of scenario for you at that time. And so, yeah, we've been talking a lot about it. And oddly enough, now that we're, uh, you know, our situation obviously is very different. It's our lifestyles constantly in flux, given all the things that are happening in our world. Now we're getting a lot of attention from couples lately. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that people are just now starting to dip their toe back in in a lot of respects because they've been locked down for so long or whatever the case may be. But it's very egregious. The couples are just thirsty. It's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. So we talked last week about the couple on our BDSM profile that reached out and was just very creepy in my opinion. But this week, I jumped on a new app that I had never even heard of before. It was recommended by a friend. And it's specifically meant for more threesome situations or poly type interactions. And this couple reached out and they said, hey, you guys, we're looking for, you know, potentially play partners. We haven't really done the couple thing before. And I said, well, we're not really interested in the couple for couple thing at this point anyway, or at least it's not our number one go-to dynamic. And, and it they, is, and it, we do, you, you set up a, a couple's profile on this thing, right? For us? Well, you kind of, you kind of have to set up a couple's profile. Okay. I gotcha. can't set up separate profiles for both of us on this site. Gotcha. You would have to do one. I would have to do one, right. which may make more sense anyway, at some point, because I think it does give the perception that we're a couple looking for other couples. Right, right. But although that's not really what this site's about. But anyway, my point is this couple reaches out through talking. We talk about the fact that I am kind of looking to be that unicorn for a night for a couple. And I think that would be really fun. And 
things got very creepy from there. It's supposedly I am speaking with the wife. Right. And she starts going into this entire dialogue about all of the things she wants to do to me, how she wants to like take all of my clothes off with her teeth and she wants to suckle my nipples. And this is like two or three messages in, right? This is like, yeah, our fourth message. Right. And I'm just like, okay. And it's literally a book that this woman sends me about all of the things she wants to to do to me. You guys, as our listeners know, I'm perb. I love sex. I am so into the idea of interacting with different people sexually, obviously. But I get so fucking turned off by that like immediate... it's It's thirsty, but it's also very overly, what's the word I'm looking for? First of all, it is thirsty. Absolutely. It's eager, no question. But it's also, it's off color to me. I just find it so juvenile. Like if you have, if that's what you have to go to, like immediately you have to, you're going to express yourself in that that manner. It's like, do you have anything, any other conversation for me? Here's what it is. I just thought of the word. It's raunchy. It felt very raunchy to me. And raunchy to me is not a good thing. Well, it's only raunchy. It's raunchy in the sense that, of course, this is the fourth message back and forth. This is someone with whom we had, you know, some kind of history with. But it's just weird. It's like, you you know, we don't, you don't know each other. And and throwing those things out there, like, you know, message three or four is just very strange. Yeah, but you're saying if we knew them, it would be different. To me, it's not. I don't speak that way to Clint. I don't speak that way to Hannah. I don't speak that way to Aiden. We don't speak that way to anybody. And they don't speak that way to me. No. Because to me, the sexy thing is saving that all for the bedroom and having the sexy, naughty shit that's going back and forth to be when our clothes are off when we're corresponding digitally that's not sexy to me and i think it is for some people i may be different in that respect uh, it's certainly not for me i don't care for it and it's it's i, I just think it's too lazy it's a, it's just lazy for me it's like if that's what we're gonna jump to then we we're not going to get along so my, my point is when when i said if they knew us or we had a rapport with them we wouldn't interact with people that way. Like people that know us know we wouldn't do that. And they, our friends don't necessarily do that either. There's always some sexy talk for sure after or prior to some play if we know the folks, but nothing that like overtly over the top, just it's like, we don't, we, what's your name? I don't even know who you are. Like, yeah, she that sent me from? like her own form of fucking literatic. I'm like, damn, I mean, it was well-written. I was like, you should write a book and put it on the internet or something, but I don't want it in my fucking inbox. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a very strange way to engage someone that you're communicating with for the very first time. Uh, it's again, I, I liken it to the single guys or the guys, whatever guys, throwing out dick pics like message one. Like you wouldn't walk up to someone in a bar or in a restaurant or in a social setting and just drop your pants and and just show them your cock, right? That's just not a thing. You're going to introduce yourself. You're going to have some light banter, some nice conversation. I liken this to to the same thing. Like we're just going to communicate and instantly after we determine that we're going to chat a little bit, you go right into all of the vivid detail of what your intentions are. Like that's, you would never do that in normative life. Plus, I'm just throwing this out there. I fucking hate the word suckle. I hate that word. You know how some people just have words that make their skin Yeah, it's crawl? like moist. Oh, yeah. I don't like that <laughs> word either. But suckle to me is just one of the grossest words in the entire world. Like suck isn't that bad. But suckle, for some reason, is just like, ugh. Well, yeah, it's, it's again, it's like how you're using the term, right? Like, if I bake a cake, <laughs> I want my cake moist. I don't want to talk about moist vagina. I also, 
you know, if we're talking about suckling, I'm not talking about a honey suckle. This is a completely different thing. Oh, I think of like a pig suckling. Like well, it's a, for me, it's like a child teeth. suckling. Yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> yeah, that's a very strange uh, way to describe what it is that you want to do to an adult. So yeah, I don't know. What, listen, that's whatever your thing is. That's your thing. That's fine. But there should be a little bit of of conversation prior to jumping in hip deep. I don't think you should do that. Period. When you're digitally corresponding. My point is, if you're going to do that, you should at least have the conversation with the person. Like, hey, do you mind if I in ridiculous detail lay out for you what it is that I want to do to you. Give someone the opportunity to kind of, you know, back out of that or go, yeah, full on, bring it. I mean, who knows? Maybe people do dig that. I'm sure they do. But you should at least know your audience. Yeah, exactly. Know your audience. That's a good way to put it. Like, hey, I have these wild ideas of some things I want to do to you. Do you mind if I lay them out for you in horrendous detail? And Go from there. Well, anyway, the interaction ended with them calling me a prude, which I believe is the first time that's ever happened to me. Probably since high school. That was fun. (laughs) Needless to say, it wasn't a good fit. We also had a listener reach out about a couple interaction that I thought was very interesting. Yeah, and this was a single guy who listens to the show and really enjoys single guy tip of the week. And when you read this, I thought, you know, here's an enlightened dude. Like he's looking for all of the signals and he's using, you know, legitimate single guy verbiage and the kind of kinds of things that single folks should be using. And he was completely put off by these folks. It's so crazy. Well, you say these folks, it was the husband. So here's the right. situation. This guy was on one of the swinger sites. He started interacting with a couple. He said the first red flag was that this, the conversation back and forth was very limited, but he did eventually get them to get them quote unquote, to move over to kick right. to communicate more. And through talking, he realized he was talking to the husband right. and the husband said, I want you to meet us out and don't tell my wife that we talked here or that we met on a swinger site or anything like that because she doesn't like to talk about those details. I just want you to flirt with her and try to pick her up at the bar. Well, you know, it's interesting. When you told me that, it, I got like this deja vu thing for whatever reason. Like we were on our way to dinner. You, we were, I was driving. You were reading this message to me. And for whatever reason, I felt like I'd heard this before. Well, I did. And I didn't tell you. Very early on, when we were looking to meet couples, we were reached out to by a couple, and I just don't remember where it was that they reached out to us. It may have been one of the platforms. I don't remember how they got to us. It was apparently the husband that I was communicating with. He wanted to set up the same scenario. He wanted us to be out having a drink at a bar somewhere. He mentioned a local bar where we live, and he wanted he and his wife to kind of just show up and all of a sudden start this organic conversation to see where it would go. And at no point wanted to let his wife know that it was a setup. And it felt really weird to me. And I thought, man, this is, nah. That this, is some manipulative bullshit Yeah, like right you're there. trying to pull some shady shit, which is cool, but you're not going to drag us into it. You know, It's like, not cool. Well, do your own thing, bro, but not. I'm not going to be a, you know, complicit in your crime. That's not okay. You know? I mean, geez. So I, my assumption is that this couple... Well, this could have been... A, I mean, look, this this could absolutely have been a fantasy for her or for the... I don't know what it was. And I didn't care. At, the, at that point, I also wasn't looking, obviously, for that. You and I were looking for genuine connections and, and that kind of thing. It was like, no, man, I'm, I'm not playing this game. Like, that's just too weird for me. I, at, the point, at that point, I was just like, no, we're, we're going to pass. Yeah. Well, my assumption is that this is a situation in which the husband really wanted this to happen. The wife, 
he either hadn't communicated with her about it at all or they had communicated about it, but she wasn't necessarily ready to pull the trigger. Right. And therefore, they're using this guy or he's using this guy as bait for his wife. And I just think that that's so manipulative on both ends. First of all, this poor single guy just wants to find a legitimate connection with someone. And they're trying to drag him into this weird scenario they have going on. And second of all, if the wife doesn't know, I mean, how horrible that you're trying to trick her into something. Chances are this is a conversation that they've had on a number of occasions, probably a little bit of sexy pillow talk or whatever. And then at some point, the wife may have acquiesced and said, well, you know, if if it happened to happen, maybe it's something we could look at. And he's probably trying to set this whole thing up to make it look like it was organic. Just as you said, just to get her in the net. Also, though, imagine how many guys they probably could come in contact with that would 100% be down with this program. Well, that's gross. I mean, there's no question. Think about it. All Of all the guys that reach out to us, the number of guys, how many of them would be like, yeah, 100% because it's an opportunity to get laid. Like that would be their go-to. Ugh. Like, if that's their one and only shot, then they're going to jump in hip deep. No question about it. That's just not fucking okay. No, it's not. It's That's not okay. Absolutely. So, shout out to this listener because not only did he share this story with us, which we stu- super appreciated, but he also recommended that this guy come and listen to our podcast. Yeah, how funny. And then of which... course was dismissed very quickly by the husband after he kind of shot him down. But yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy. You can't do that. So couples get your shit together too, all right? I'm not saying the people listening to our show are these couples because I highly doubt they are. No, the folks that listen to our show seem to be very enlightened. We get a lot of of correspondence having to do with other people's terrible behavior, which is so insane to me. Yeah. It it really is. Or just people sharing their amazing stories. Yeah. Keeping in mind, of course, we haven't even gotten to Single Guy Tip of the Week yet. (laughs) This is not Single Guy Tip of the Week. Yeah, this is just a prelude. Like, this is just a couple of the interactions we've had over the course of, you know, a couple of weeks at this point. And trust me, I have plenty of Single Guy information at this point. A lot of, a lot in the arsenal leading up to today. But you have one, which I think is amazing. Okay. And in all the for all the wrong reasons. It's pretty fucking horrible and I'm pretty I'm still pissed actually and it happened a week ago. Yeah, so Yeah, it's so stupid. Here's the thing. If you guys remember, I went out on a date a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, I guess at this point, and had a really good time. This guy and I kind of connected. I thought he was really cool. He was constantly complimenting me throughout it. He was a total gentleman, picked up the tab, opened doors for me. Just very cool. And we ended up making out in the parking lot at the end of our date. Well, we should also say that when you first, when you initially met him, you guys actually went to two different spots. Yeah. Like you went, you met at one place. And then went off to another. Yep. So clearly there was a connection or you would not have done that. Exactly. Yeah, I liked him. He was cool. So we had this great first interaction. I should say a non-sexual interaction. And then the next week, exactly a week later, he wanted to make me dinner at his place. He has this big, beautiful home and it's in the mountains and he wanted me to come there and he was going to make me dinner and we were going to hot tub afterwards and we set up this whole thing. And I was really excited about it. So the first time he canceled on me, he said he had a friend coming into town that was going to sleep on his couch and therefore he was going to need to reschedule with me. Totally okay. I I give everyone one pass. Well, he also gave you, there was a couple of days notice. Yes, So there was not not the end of the world, obviously. And he did it very nicely. You know, he said, I'd love to reschedule if we could please do this again next Monday or plan for this again for next Monday. I'd really, really like that. I've already got the menu picked out, he says, the whole nine yards. Well, he's also, and you were in 
complete correspondence the, the entire time. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So week of, we're still talking quite a bit. I would say three days before the correspondence kind of falls off. Sure. And That's red flag number one. So then Monday morning, I'm supposed to meet him Monday evening. Monday morning, I text him and I said, hey, I need your address to give to Brian. So if you could shoot that over at some point, that'd be awesome. Never does. Right. It's like three o'clock in the afternoon and I text him again. And, and you're I supposed said, to be meeting at like six or something, 630, right? 6.30, I think. Right. Yeah. So I text him at like three o'clock and said, hey, I really need that address and I want to make sure we're still on for tonight. I haven't heard anything from you all day. Right. His message back to me, hey, gonna need to rain check. Yeah. That's it. I'm like, go fuck yourself. You already got a rain check last week. He ends up sending me this long message later in the evening after I literally told him to go fuck himself. Right. That was like, I don't know why you're being like that. I'm sorry. I had something come up with my kids and this and that. And my life is crazy. And if you're not understanding of that, then it is what it is. Here's my whole single guy tip of the week and it, what keeps running through my mind that I, I want to be able to say to this guy in a respectful way that's not go fuck yourself. But if you're not 100% in something, if you're not 100% ready to delve into a sexual interaction or a connection with someone or whatever it may be, then don't fucking do it. If you have one foot in and one foot out, that is a recipe for disaster in this lifestyle. And I think that's exactly the situation that this guy was in. Well, we also, again, we learn a lot from Every interaction, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, right? What I got from this, and we should also say, here's the other part, and single guys, listen up, because you don't always know what it is you're fucking up for someone else, right? <laughs> because there are other plans at play here, very literally. Because you were going out that evening, I also had plans. Yes. Myself and my friend Amy were going to get together. Yep. And because of that, those plans were thwarted. And which well, is, you did end up seeing her, but I, I had to go. I instead right. of me having this great interaction with someone where I made dinner. Yeah, and you went shopping. I went to fucking Costco. <laughs> yeah, you went shopping. So, and, and here's the reason: not a big deal. I would could easily have canceled that. However, by doing so, I am now putting her out again. Yeah, which is just not okay because this is a woman who is busy. She is partnered. You know, she has to make plans with her partner. She has children. She has kids. Yeah, there are other other lives at play here. So for me to have just canceled on her, which would have been about thirty minutes before we were supposed to get together, and she had already gotten out of work early. You know, the whole nine yards. Like you were just fucking it up for everybody. Well, it's not just that. We are very fucking busy right now. Our lives are insane. Yeah. And when I carve out time in my schedule for somebody, that means something. Well, let me save everybody a lot of trouble because we hear this all the time. I hear it in my professional life. Wears me the fuck out. We're just busy. Hey, man, everyone's fucking busy. It's yep. about priorities. If it is a, a priority to you, you will figure it the fuck out. That's like you your know? number one pet peeve. It wears me out. Listen, I get busy. Fucking trust me, I get busy. And when people don't respond to emails or like I got that that business email back yesterday morning, Saturday morning, I needed that thing Friday morning for, for a customer. And the idea that you just sent it back to me with the caveat, I apologize, I got so busy. I don't give a fuck how busy you are. My customer doesn't give a fuck how busy you are. You know, everyone's busy. I do a lot of my emails in the weirdest places. I have five minutes of time. I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to an email or a text. It's not that fucking difficult. Yeah. So the idea that you're too busy, single dudes. Hey, if you're too busy to engage with someone and have a great time and have a nice you know evening and, 
and great sexual experience, then you don't fucking deserve it. Well, or if your life is just too hectic. I mean, it feels like from talking to this guy that he is juggling a million balls right now. And I totally get that because I've been in that position. We've been in that position before. Yes. But then what you do is you respectfully take yourself out of the running. Right. You don't try to fit me in and then continuously cancel on me. That's fucked up. No, it's it's it really is completely inconsiderate. And single guys, unfortunately, are still the worst at it when it comes to the various people that we interact with, at least in, in our experience. And I think part of it, and we talked about this, is because they get the feeling that, oh, well, this is just a, a hookup. It's just sex. It's, just it's whatever. And so it won't matter. Exactly. That's bullshit. People, again, are also all busy and all have lives and you know have responsibilities. And you're just fucking it up for everyone. Yep. And and you totally fucked it up for yourself because he's done. You're finished with him. Oh, yeah. You know, no so And here's the thing that we learned, I think, from all of this, which I originally alluded to, at least for me. Part of this, of the frustration of this is because this guy lives 40 minutes away, literally, he's 20 minutes out of town and 20 minutes into the fucking mountains. You would have had to drive home at night and it would have been very late. It is fucking deer alley at this time of year for us. And there are, we were driving down the road just the other night coming home from dinner. Had we been the car, one car in front of where we were, we would have hit a deer. The car in front of us did. They hit a deer. Yeah. So I had to pull over, obviously make sure the deer had, had, you know, had deceased and helped this woman out who was driving by herself. She was completely freaked out, but it's deer alley so you're not driving home in the middle of the night first of all we're not i don't care for that you don't want to do that so there was the potential potential for you actually staying the night at this guy's house yeah which you'd also discussed with him which would have been the first time you'd ever done that yeah so there's a whole nother set of ideas that you have to work through right so really i mean it was just a complete fucking waste of everybody's time and it could have been a really a bad scene for me and the gal that i'm seeing you know amy because i would have had to fortunately you were like fuck it i need to go to the store anyway i'm just gonna go knock this out you guys have a good time if i had to cancel on her that would have been really inconvenient would have been and, and really just a you know just an inconsiderate thing to do at last minute you know agreed so single guys if you're not all in get the fuck out agreed. and listen we get it shit happens things come up that's why you get one you get one pass yeah i i absolutely canceled on amy one one morning very early in the morning because something came up with work it was a last minute thing fortunately she understood it but i would not expect to be able to get away with that more than once you shouldn't you know? she shouldn't put up so with that. And, and i think i made it up to her however <laughs> you can't continue to behave that way and expect to be taken seriously yeah absolutely so. agreed so that was a, a whole lot of shit packed into one week. <laughs> yeah, that's only a fraction of it. You know, I mean, if you talk about being busy, get the fuck out of here. Busy doesn't even begin to describe what we've got going on right now. I don't even feel like my head is still on my shoulders. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, fu- I'm fucking up days. I don't know what, time, what day it is. I'm like all screwed up. I'm dealing with customers that are, I'm, I have no clue what the fuck to even tell them half the time. I got my <laughs> head up my ass. I got shit going on in four different parts of the state, projects everywhere. I can't even, I can't get my shit together. But there's a lot happening we get it people are busy no shit yeah you know welcome to being an adult yeah so anyway we should get to more fun things now yes and i thought about what we were going to talk about today because originally our plan was to discuss the second interaction that i had with amy yes however i think we should talk about the most recent interaction i had with her which for me was very different it was and we'll talk about why. So to to be clear, I've now seen Amy four different times. Yes. And we've only discussed our very first interaction, which was amazing. And they've, they've gotten progressively more exciting for me. And I think for you, too. For sure. So 
instead of talking about the second interaction, I'm going to jump right to the fourth, which just took place the night that you got stood up by this guy. Yes. And the reason that this came up, not simply because you were already you had plans and you were going out, she had a free evening, but was looking for something very specific. She wanted anal, yeah. which she has not partaken in in well over a year, she told me. Wow. It's just not part of her and her partner's regular kind of sexual routine. She's like basically an anal virgin again. Pretty much. Or was. <laughs> and and our, our interaction prior to that, there was something else that she wanted to do for the first time that she hasn't done in a long time, which I was surprised by. But we'll save that for a later date. Essentially, what's happening is she and I are experiencing a lot of firsts. Yeah, sounds right? like it. This was a first for me. Having anal with a new partner. Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It You've was... never fucked another woman in the ass since we've been together. Nope. That's a big fucking deal. This was a big deal. It was a very big deal. And the part of it is because I think after that, it kind of, you know, you <laughs> it, you get a connection with somebody, I guess, after after something like that. Because well, of course. she's not even having anal sex with her partner. You know, with her husband. Yeah. Nor has she had it with anyone else. Did she, did she say it's just not his thing? Like he just yeah, doesn't it's not, enjoy it? Yeah. And again, they have a very kind of uh, healthy but vanilla sex life. They're not super adventurous for whatever reason. It's just not his thing. And so they ch- have chosen to kind of go their separate ways as it pertains to an open relationship and play with people separately. Right. Which is how she and I got together. And part of her deal is I want to try all the things that I'm not really able to exercise at home. Oh, and she found a freak. So this yeah, is perfect. Yeah. Well, she was very, it was really kind of cute. She was very tentative about it and was texting me, are you open to doing some different things with me? Do you think Brenna would be okay with certain things? I'm like, spell it out, sister. What are you talking about? She's like, I really want you to fuck my ass. I'm like, well, I can tell you that Brenna's 100% now. Huge fan of anal. And I even mentioned to her about the farmer's market, which you found interesting uh, and amusing. So the whole plan was you were going out. Uh, she was going to come over pretty much about the same time. You guys easily could have passed each other and or almost did, I think. She pulled into the driveway and you were pulling out. So she had a couple of hours of free time. And she's like, look, I want you to fuck me. I want us to have a great time, but I really want you to fuck my ass. That's how I want this night to end. <laughs> okay, I'm in, you know, 100%. But for me, it was weird also because it's the first time that's happened since we've been together. Why, though? Why is that weird? It's, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. Do you feel like it's it's intimate? Yeah. You know how some people are like, oh, we don't kiss other people, or some people don't swallow, whatever. Well, for a lot of people, anal is their boundary. That's a, yeah, that's a hard stop for a lot of folks. Yeah. A lot of folks who are in monogamous relationships are like, yeah, that's not a thing. Well, no, I mean, a lot of people that are non monogamous, it's like you reserve anal for your partner. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was, I was surprised and pleasantly so, but I was a little concerned <laughs> because I feel like that's a really intimate, that's a big step. Interesting. You know, I, I was really kind of like, wow, I don't, I don't know how this is going to play out. Well, you told me about it beforehand and I was like, oh, that sounds fucking hot. And you're like, oh, so like you're hundred percent okay with it. And I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I told her, I'm sure Brenda's hundred percent in, but I'm going to check with her obviously. In fact, in fact, I prepped the room for you before yeah. I left. And I cleaned very meticulously my favorite wand, my magic wand, cordless. Yes. And I left it sitting out on the bed. And I told you I had sanitized it and it was all good to go. Yep. Because one of my favorite things is when I'm getting fucked in the ass, but I have a vibrator on my clit. Right. So I prepared that for you and she to enjoy together. Also, all the condoms and the lube, everything on the nightstand. I'm such a badass partner. You don't even know. 100%. (laughs) 
Just kidding. So when she, when we finally decide this was going to happen, she comes in. I offer her a cup of coffee, water, whatever she wanted to drink. She's like, no, 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 I'm good. You know, so we sat down for a couple of minutes on the couch. I wanted to be, I wanted 100% assurance that this is what she wanted. I didn't want it to be awkward and weird once we got to the bedroom, you know. And You so, were concerned that it would be? Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a big step in my opinion. This is the fourth time we've been together. We communicate regularly, daily basis, but this is a big deal, you know. And of course, you were a hundred percent in, but like a lot of th- things, you know, I get in my own head and I'm like, ah, is this is this well, going to be one of those gut check moments? For uh, you know, is she going to be thinking about this while she's shopping? That'd be a little hypocritical of me. I've been fucked in the ass by Clinton, Aiden, like twenty five times. Yeah, but still, it's it's an it's new, right? It's a first. But of course, as you just mentioned, you didn't even realize it was it was the first time. Like I hadn't done that since no. you and I met. Yeah, because to me, it doesn't feel intimate. To me, it feels kind of taboo and naughty, but for it sure. doesn't feel intimate. For sure. So we chatted for a little bit on the couch. And then, of course, she had some really sexy lingerie on and she wanted to be in all of her lingerie when I got upstairs. So she went upstairs and changed first. Oh, what was it? What did uh, it look like? This kind of, uh, it was red, red uh, nighty kind of thing. Again, no. Like no, a teddy? Yeah, no panties, but kind or of. Or a baby doll? Ready. Yeah, red and lacy, very kind of sexy. So she did that. She went upstairs. I waited a couple of minutes and went up. And sure enough, she is in this amazing lingerie and she is on the bed on her back with her feet up just kind of on her elbows like waiting for me kind of thing and of course i'm not going to jump right to anal i'm not that guy so (laughs) i told her i said i asked her i said have you ever used uh the wand and she's like no i've always wanted to i've never used it i said well you're in for a fucking treat (laughs) because brenda sanitized this thing and insisted that we use this she's like okay so i said look you're she's super sensitive her clit's real sensitive more so than mine yeah 100 percent so I said, we're going to start this on a very low setting because that thing, if you put it on the floor on our, in our bedroom, you can feel it vibrate downstairs in the living room. So It'll knock like, your fucking teeth out. Yeah. So I was like, we're going to start out slow. <laughs> I'm going to play with it a little bit. So I start out really just kind of nibbling and kind of caressing and kissing her thighs or inner thighs. And I was just kind of touching her just a little bit and just, you know, kind of running my hands over her pussy a little just to kind of test the water. She's soaking wet already. (laughs) So I start that thing and I put it on the lowest possible setting, right? It's like one button. You push it once. And she has four speeds. Four speeds. So by the time I got to the third one, she's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I said, are you sure you're ready for the full speed? She's like, yes. Put it on full speed. I'm going to tell you less than 30 seconds. It is, I'm just getting, I'm soaked. I am soaked. <laughs> oh, she squirted on you. Yeah, she squirted on me. She came so hard. She's, you know, she pinched my head between her legs at one point because <laughs> she's on her back. I'm on the floor on my knees and I've, I'm holding the wand like on her clit. And I'm licking her pussy at the same time. So my head is now <laughs> smushed between her legs. She is, scr- I, I, there's no, I don't even know. If, if anybody was around, they easily would have heard it. Like if somebody came to the door, they would have heard her. <laughs> So she was blown away by it. But after that, I couldn't use it a second time on her. Way too sensitive. Yeah. But she was like, oh, my God, that's I have to have one of those. That thing is fucking amazing. Yeah. So you totally opened her eyes. She's never used one before. Changed her life. Yeah. Another another conversion. It's life altering that thing. (laughs) Anyway. Hannah, we got into it as well. (laughs) Hannah loves it. So I put that thing down and I just, I was very gently kind of, again, licking her thighs and biting her thighs, which she really enjoys much like you do and just licking her a little bit more, but she's super sensitive at this point. So she's like, I need you to fuck me. Okay. So now she sits up and she takes off the baby doll completely. So she's totally naked. So I get a condom, 
She starts sucking my cock while I'm unwrapping the condom. I'm now standing at the foot of, at the edge of the bed, and she is sitting up. So I'm unwrapping it. Of course, now I'm waiting because she's sucking my cock and playing <laughs> with my balls. And this is getting, you know, I'm like really enjoying this. So I'm in no rush. But she clearly is. So uh, she's like, I need you to fuck me right now. So I put the condom on. She just gets down. Uh, she gets on her back, and I start fucking her. Is that like the hottest thing ever when a woman tells you, I just need you to fuck yeah, me she right is, now? Well, she was so worked up. And of course, there was no penetration other than my tongue. And she's losing her mind because she just came she squirted all over the place this thing is hot right <laughs> so i'm you know I'm, I'm super into this i'm rock hard cannot wait to make this happen because of course i'm thinking this is going to end up with anal most likely <laughs> right but i'm really trying not to concentrate on that because it could really just fuck me up because i don't i'll think way too much about it i'll, I'll just overthink it yeah you're so, good at that sometimes yeah I'm terrible at that actually <laughs> so on her back we are fucking like rabbits she is literally holding her own ankles behind her head it's a hard pounding. She's going crazy. I'm enjoying myself. Oh, dang. So I turn her on her. She's laying on her on her left side. Her, I'm straddling her, basically. And I'm fucking her that way. And I'm slapping her ass a little bit. Not a lot because I'm trying not to bruise her up uh, because we did a, a lot of that the last time. And it was a bit much for her. And really just kind of biting her tits and you know gently but nibbling and biting on her neck, which she loves, choking her from the front a little bit. So, so again, aggressive but not crazy. Aggressive, but yeah, it's not over the top. It's clearly more more than it's it's by no means vanilla but we're not we haven't gone to the dark side yet <laughs> i am however pulling her hair really hard which she likes and choking her simultaneously that's her thing so that's going on for a little bit and then she arbitrarily like she rolls over onto her stomach and it wants me to fuck her from behind which i ab- absolutely obliged and that went on for about 15 minutes we were doing some really hard pounding for about 30 minutes so at that point i got up off of her and I Is moved. she coming during this entire uh, thing? She came like twice while I was fucking her from behind. So I kind of moved myself. I sat up on the bed with my back to the to the headboard. And she came over and got my lap. She pulled the condom off and just started sucking my cock. So now she's talking dirty to me. And she's sucking my cock and licking my balls. Oh, what's she saying? You know, she's like, I can't wait for you to fuck my ass. How much I missed your cock. You know, all this kind of stuff. She's oh. super into it. And I'm just watching her do this. And it's dimly lit in the room. We have the lights on very low. So I'm kind of seeing silhouettes of her. And while she's sucking my cock and she's playing with her own tits, which is super fucking hot, right? And I thought for sure she was going to climb on top of me. So I went over and reached to get another condom. And was kind of pulling her on top of me. But she wouldn't. She didn't want to ride my cock. She just laid on top of me and kind of made out with me a little bit. And was like putting her tits in my face. And I think getting herself prepared for me to fuck her in her ass is what she was doing. Like mentally prepared, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, so tell me what you want. And this was where it got interesting, right? Remember, this is what I told you I thought was really interesting. Yeah. So I said, tell me what you want. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, what would you like to do next? Because I, I want to hear her say it. I don't want to just go to anal, right? Right. So we're making Wait, out, why? Why is that? I want 100% confirmation that that's 100% what she wants. Got it. Okay? So she now sits up. And she's sitting on me. She's not... I'm, I'm not inside of her. I'm not penetrating her. She's just sitting on me. And she stops for a second. She looks at me. She's like, do you really want to know what I want? I'm like, uh, yeah. I, I definitely <laughs> want to know what you want. She's like, no one has ever asked me what I want. What? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I'm always the pleaser. No one has ever just said, what do you want me to do for you? I said, well, tell me what you want me to do. I said, I'm asking for a couple of reasons. One, I want to know that you want anal. And two, I really want you to be satisfied. 
Yeah. She's like, no one's ever asked me that. I was blown away. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, wow, that's that's really unfortunate because she's fucking hot and she's a freak. So <laughs> why someone wouldn't ask her those questions is beyond me. Well, she probably presents herself as very submissive and therefore- She is submissive. I think a lot of times people take submissive women as, well, I'm just going to do what I want to do in this situation. Yeah. Well, listen, she is 100% submissive. There is no question about that. You really have to kind of- pull things out of Coaxer, her. yeah. Yeah, you've got to, you ha- well, you have to inquire or because she, she's not going to just tell you. Right. You know, and listen, even the fact that she was, she got on her back and told me she wanted me to fuck her and, you know, she rolled over on her own. She's never done any of that before? Not with me. Certainly not. No, oh, it's wow. always been at my direction kind of thing. And even when she asks for things digitally, like when we correspond, which of course, you know, a lot of that took place in the second interaction we had, which we'll talk about. I'll just say that there was a spreader bar involved. She never used one of those before either. And I was asking her some of the things she wanted to try. And that happened to be one of them along with some others. But when I said to her, you know, I was 100% in, it was met almost with surprise. Like, you're really willing to do these things, you know, which is like what we're doing And you're here. like, yeah, I'm naughty too. Yeah, so. 100%. <laughs> I'm, are you willing to do them? Yeah, 100%. So when she sat up and said to me, no one's ever asked me that. I said, well, I'm asking you, tell me what you want. She's like, I want you to fuck my ass. I'm like, well, then consider it done. We're, <laughs> we're on the same page. So she very quickly goes back to, to sucking my cock. I reach over to get a condom and lube. And she said, look, I had a, I had a plug in earlier. She didn't have it in now. She said, I was just, I put one in earlier. I said, okay, we're going to take this real slow. Well, like a champ, she gets, she is face down on the bed. So we're switched positions now where my head was on the pillow and she was in my lap. I kind of rolled her over. So she is now on, uh, She's uh, she was on her back. She rolled to her stomach. She just plants her face in the pillow and literally spreads her ass cheeks apart for me. Oh. So yeah, I'm like, wow, this, okay. I see where this is headed. So very- <laughs> She wanted know, it. 100%. Get all prepped up, got a condom, lube, and I'm being very gentle, obviously. At first I was even biting a little bit and kind of kissing her on her ass and on her lower back and just running my fingers over her ass just a little. So we start very slowly, real slow. And literally about the time, like just ahead of my cock got in her ass, she lets out this moan. And her face is in the pillow, so I'm not entirely sure if this is a good moan or a holy shit, this is a bad idea moan. <laughs> so I, I kind of, I leaned back a little bit and picked her head up, like just gently raised her head. I said, are we okay? She's like, oh my God, deeper. I'm like, oh, so this is working perfect. So I said, look, I'm still, I said, we're going to take this nice and easy. So as I go a little bit deeper, she's like deep guttural moan. She's biting the pillow now. And and literally by the time I was three quarters of the way in, she stopped grabbing her own ass and was grabbing me to pull me towards her. And she's arching her back and pushing herself into me. This was as hard an ass pounding as I think I've ever given other than you. Holy hell. And loving every minute of it. Now, this goes on for a while. So when I say a while, probably 10 minutes of me really fucking her hard. She's arched up now. I'm grabbing her tits from behind. I'm biting her neck, pulling her hair. And I'm thinking this, she's got to be like ready for me to not do this anymore. This has got to be getting a little bit you know, difficult for her. And she's like, so again, I whispered in her ear, tell me what you want. She's like, fuck me harder. Keep fucking me. I want you to, I want you to come. 
like, holy shit, I am blown away at this point. Oh, dang. I'm like, She's fun. Yeah. I'm like, you're sure? She's like, yes, keep fucking me. I'm like, oh, okay. So now. <laughs> if I must, twist my insist. arm. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, this. let's do this right. So I, I kind of slide back a little bit. I pull her down. I flatten her out. And I get I straddle over her just like I do with you. Yeah. So her legs are between my legs. I'm straddled over her. Which is the best for anal because it gives you all of the access. Well, especially since now when she was like spreading her ass apart, her hands are now at the top. She's grabbing the mattress at the top of the bed and because she's she's also biting the pillow at this point and just <laughs> moaning. So I spread her ass apart and lean forward and I am absolutely fucking her as hard as I can. To the point that the headboard is now banging up against the wall. We have pillows behind our headboard for that reason. Yeah. It's still hitting the wall. <laughs> so a couple more minutes. Maybe we're fucking for a total of 15 minutes that way. And I finally came. And it was so fucking hot. She was clenched so hard. She also, as I mentioned to you that evening after when you and I were talking about it, she came from anal. You're the only other person I've ever known to do that. Yeah. And she told me... It takes me, that, me a long time, but I definitely can do and it. And she's only ever done that one other time. Many years ago, she told me she has not come from anal before, like for years. Wow. Uh, it was amazing. Amazing. So she was totally in that space. I mean, she that's where she wanted to be. Yeah. So I am... Ex- I'm just... I'm exhausted at this point I, i'm sweating yeah She's you've been sweating. hard fucking for like an hour and it was hot in our room for whatever reason and so we are like she's drained at this point i'm totally drained so i'm still inside of her and i pull i take the pillow out from under her and kind of brush her hair brush her hair away from her face and i was like okay so i'm gonna take this real easy gonna back out real easy <laughs> and i said just tell me if you're okay so i did very slowly uh went into the bathroom cleaned myself up Got a towel for her, a kind of a cold towel. She wiped her face down. I wiped her back and uh, her legs and her ass down. And we laid there for a few minutes. And it was really kind of nice because she realized that, not that I was concerned, but I was certainly a little bit apprehensive. Sure. And she, she said to me, she's like, so was that okay? Do you feel like that was okay that we did that? I said, 100%, what would make you think so? She said, well, I, I just didn't want you to be, I didn't want there to be any problems. I didn't want Brenda to be upset. And I just wanted to make sure that was okay with you. You seemed a little bit cautious about it at first. I said, I was really cautious because I wanted to make sure it's what you wanted. But yeah, 100%, we're 100% fine. Brenda and I are fine. But as long as you're happy with it. She's like, well, here's the good news and the bad news. She's like, the good news is that was fucking amazing. And the bad news is you're going to have to do that to me a lot more often. <laughs> I was like, well, that's not all bad. I said, provided you are, you know, you're 100% on board. And she was like, yeah, absolutely. She's like, I needed that. And it was so obvious to me that she was a different person after that. Because usually after we have sex, of course, we kind of lay there and talk and just touch each other a little bit. And it's a little bit of a, you know, kind of an aftercare kind of thing because our sessions are rough. But this was... She, it wasn't even like she needed the aftercare. She was vibrant and excited to have gotten that, to, made that happen and to have experienced something new, obviously, at least, you know, new-ish. Yeah. And she felt, to me, seemed like she was completely satisfied and satiated in that moment and almost a little bit relieved. Like she was able to fulfill this and everything was okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I know for myself personally, when there are things that I really want and they just stick in the back of my head and that I finally am able to get them, especially from a sexual perspective, it changes everything for me. So I'm sure a year that she waited for anal, that's a big fucking deal. A lot of firsts, right? My first time having anal sex with someone since you and I met, someone else. Right. First time this woman's ever used the wand, which was fucking amazing. <laughs> um 
the first time she's had anal with anyone other than her partner in probably, I mean, it could have been since, I mean, she was much younger. I mean, she made it very clear this was not a regular thing. And she'd only orgasm one other time since from anal, which was many years ago. Just a lot of firsts. Yeah. You know? So after, and again, we're laying there, there was kind of a, as I said, a, a kind of an exuberance coming from her. And then she was almost trying, not that she had to comfort me by any means, but she was being like very soft with me, kind of rubbing my chest with her hand. And she was kissing my neck a little bit and thanking me over and over. I think primarily because I was genuinely interested in what she wanted. Well, and she also wanted to confirm with you, I think, that it was, that everything was okay. Yeah. Because you had, I mean, you had, it sounds like you were pounding her like crazy. And even though it wasn't one of your more rough sessions in any other way, I mean, that's a pretty... Again, it's a very intimate moment. It's a it's a connective moment is yeah, what it is. I guess, yeah. You know, it, well, it, certainly for me, it was different. I was not, you know, listen, it's the first time since you and I have been together that I've had anal sex with anyone. And it was just a, you know, it, I don't want to say cathartic necessarily, but it certainly was liberating for me because I was able to mainly because I was able to have that experience with her and not overthink it because I was so uber concerned about what you were going to feel about it afterwards. Were you really? Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, then there's a question. I come home and you're telling me the story in the kitchen. Were you concerned about like recounting that for me? Well, hang on. Let's get let's step back for a second. Okay. So, she and I are laying there. Now, she had about 2 hours of time and about an hour and 15 minutes, let's say, had passed since she had gotten there. And we were laying there for a few minutes. She had to get dressed and she had an errand she was going to run before she went home. So, we had the chance that she was getting dressed and I was cleaning up to talk a little bit. And now it's just Small talk, like what's going on this week with you? When maybe might we get together again? You know, those kinds of things. So she left shortly after that. So she was probably gone in about an hour and a half. We get downstairs. She's putting her shoes on, help her put her coat on. So it's absolutely freezing outside. And I kiss her goodbye. She doesn't just kiss me goodbye, though. She kissed me and then hugged me as if like almost to thank me. It was a very unusual goodbye from her from the other three goodbyes. Now, it's also most of the time that she and I are seeing each other. It's 5.30 in the fucking morning. She's headed to work. I got to run upstairs to take a shower. It's hurried and it's, you know, chop, It's a different chop. dynamic Gotta get going. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And this time it was like, she. it was just this kind of relief almost, like when she hugged me. And then she kissed me on the cheek and out the door she went. So I very quickly text you, said, hey, all, all done. Everything's good. Come on home whenever you're ready kind of thing. Like, I mean, you could have came home anyway. I just wanted to let you know that we were done. So when you came home, I was in the kitchen. And I was I was going to go upstairs and take a shower before you got home, but I was actually standing there thinking about what had just happened <laughs> and what I was going to say to you about this interaction because it was fucking hot. I enjoyed it. Now, that is not to say that I don't normally enjoy my interactions either with Amy or Hannah or, you know, whomever. This was a little different because I felt like there was a little bit more of a connection with she and I because of this interaction. And I'm thinking to myself, okay... Brenna is going to sense this on me yep. and it's going to be a little awkward. <laughs> so when you came home, did you could you tell it was a little weird? Yeah, 100%. I thought something had gone wrong because really? when I walked in the door, you had kind of a look on your face, like not 
it's hard to explain. Maybe a little anxious is how I read it. Yeah, for sure. So I thought maybe something had gone wrong and you were anxious about telling me about the bad experience. That's what I sensed. Really? So then I walk in and you recount the story and I realize that's not what's going on at all. So I was I was a little confused by it. Well, what was in my head, what was wrong was that it was so good. <laughs> so, Why is that what's wrong? Well, I think, you know, again, it's one of those first time concerns. You know, that's a lot of first for us that we're, you know, we're experiencing. Even now, after three years of of this for us, there is still some first that we're experiencing. And so a lot of firsts, actually. And so I was a little apprehensive. I thought, well, I know she said she was okay with it. And of course, I'm playing all the scenarios in my mind, like, well, she has anal sex with her partners, and this shouldn't <laughs> be a big deal. But I always go back to the hand-holding incident. Oh, God, we need to get, get I always over go the back to that incident. Because it's like something like that really was a it was a it just threw you off it just threw you off your off kilter you weren't prepared for it so here this is way beyond holding someone's hand she was holding my cock while i was entering her ass this is very different so i was like ah, i know she's going to be okay with it but how am i i was more concerned about how i was going to explain it than how you were going to take it yeah you know because I, I honestly didn't want it to seem like i was i super enjoyed it you know what i mean like what? i didn't want it to seem Why like would you to. Well, I didn't want it to come off like, holy shit, that was awesome. And I'm totally wanting to do that again kind of thing until I got a, a temperature from you, you know? Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's always a concern for me. Like, you know, I don't want, I never want it to be a situation where you think, well, that was a better experience than I've had with you. You know what I mean? Like, I've I, never felt that way. I've never want that to be the case. And the truth is, as much as I listen, I enjoy having these time these these uh, sessions with Amy. I really enjoy having sex with her. She's super person, and th- and there's a good chance that if all of life was different and we were searching for someone to be in a poly relationship with, and she wasn't in a in a relationship, she could possibly be that person because I think you guys would really get along, much like with Hannah. But it's, there's always that concern that there's a boundary that you've crossed. You know, for me, I always think that like yeah. we've gone one step too far. I mean, I think we're at a point in our journey, though, that if you did cross a boundary, I would feel comfortable telling you that and then we just wouldn't do it again. It's not right. I can't I honestly can't think of anything you would do where it would be astronomically horrible for a relationship. Well, that and that's my whole thing. It's like even though I know that if there was a boundary that were crossed and I don't even know what that boundary would be at this point in our in our journey. But if there were it would easily be something we could just get past, right? So we could eliminate whatever that may be and just kind of get past it. But there's always that thought in my mind of what if? I guess that's that's it. Yeah, and I think that's something you kind of have to unpack because I yeah. think I have, first of all, anything sexual you've ever done with someone else, I have not only totally cheered you on, but I've been super turned on by it and I've voiced that to you. Yeah. I, I can't think of something that I wouldn't want you to do sexually with someone else. That's why we don't have any of those boundaries in place anymore because right. I want you to be able to explore and I want you to be able to do whatever you want to do. So I think for you, those walls that you put up of, oh my gosh, if I cross this, is it going to be a problem? I think that's kind of your stuff to deal with. Oh, 100%. And I say that out of love, but I, I think that's No, 100%. Honest. It is. It, it's, it comes from a place where my mindset is I always want to make sure that you, my partner, are 
cared for and your best interests are, are first and foremost. So even like in the mornings, like when you go to the gym and she and Amy will come over here at 530, I'm always thinking to myself, ah, that's really kind of an inconvenience. I wonder how if that's so really okay. Why well, I need to get my ass to the gym anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's still one of those things that I'm like, you know, as you're going out the door and she's coming in, I'm like, ah, I don't know. You know it always, it's like a weird feeling. It's a, it's a knee jerk thing, I guess. You know, I'm getting a little bit better with it, but then this comes up. You know, where it's like, I want you to fuck my ass. Because at first, when she first, we first started talking about that, the idea that it was the first time since you and I have been together did not occur to me. It didn't really occur to me until she was on her way. I'm like, oh, this is going to be weird. Like, I didn't even think about it being art. I didn't time. either. Because even when I was talking to you about it, it, that was not forefront in my mind. No. You know, I was thinking, of course, wow, this is much more intimate. This is next level shit. What happens from here kind of thing. But it, it did not register at that moment that this is a first. And well, I thought, wow, how is this going to go down? I think what's so interesting about that is I think this is proof that people have very different definitions of what is intimate. No I don't doubt. consider anal intimate. I if you had told me that you guys had sat on the couch and just like made out and petted each other all night, that would have been probably more something I would need to wrap my head around than you fucking her ass. Well, see and okay, so and that goes to when you were seeing the solo poly guy. Yep. Right? You were hanging you went to his home one time and watched a movie and had dinner and hung out and kind of cuddled on the couch. That's a very intimate kind of thing. Yeah, to me it is. It wasn't an issue for me because I'm quite secure in our relationship. I have no issues with that. But for me, I don't look at that any differently than you having sex with someone. I, for whatever reason, I don't compartmentalize it that way. For me, it's just, it's all kind of all encompassing. But I did get the feeling that that would be something different for you. Yeah. You know, so would, if I had taken her out to dinner, if we had gone out to dinner someplace, to you, that's more intimate. Yes. Right? Yeah, see, that's kind of, you and I, I mean, we're a little different in that And way. I'm also turned on by them in different ways. I guess I'm not turned on by you going out to dinner with someone. Like the the times that you've seen um, the woman that you're kind of seeing that lives yeah. an hour away from us and you guys go out to dinner, I'm not sitting at home like playing with my pussy and thinking about it the whole time. Right. It's not an erotic thing to me. Right. Me coming home, you standing in the kitchen and you telling me about fucking Amy's ass as hard as you possibly can, immediately I was turned on. Yeah, it was. listen, so was I. It was fucking hot. No <laughs> doubt about it. And that. I think you telling it now, now that I have voice that I was turned on by, that I was totally okay with it, and you being able to articulate it to me with all of the excitement and passion behind it, it's turning me on now because it's a completely different side of the story, I think. Well, and listen, she has made it very clear that that is something that she wants to have happen regularly. So there's a very good chance that that will likely happen Tuesday morning when I see her. That's the plan. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I was I was concerned about it because I don't, while this is not a poly situation, there are certainly aspects of this that would lend itself to what could potentially be, for me, concerns as we move further into that space. For example, if I were to meet someone at, like this gal that, that I'm seeing who we have not given a name to at this point, we're just dating. We have not been intimate in any way or physical other than kissing in any way. But if that were to become a poly situation and she were like, listen, I want you to, you know, I want to be fucked in the ass and I want this and I want that, that would be very similar to our relationship. And then what does that look like? 
for, you know what I mean? Like, how do you view that? And then how do I view that if the roles are reversed? Yeah, I think that's something you need to decide for you because I've made it pretty clear that I'm 100% okay with it. And I think the cool thing about our relationship is we you have given me the space to figure my shit out, right? Because that first time you held Hannah's hand to where we're at now, that was a very big journey for me. Yeah. And if you had just been like, oh, you don't want to see me holding someone's hand. Okay, cool. We're never venturing down an intimate road with other people. I don't feel like I would have had the chance to grow in my in my non-monogamous journey. Right. And so now I'm at a point that I'm like, you do you. That sounds great. I'm happy for you. I'm honestly okay with those things happening. Well, I hope so because it happened. And no, I mean, it was hot. <laughs> I mean, if you were to have a girlfriend and you wanted to fuck her ass or whatever. Uh, well, well, that's the thing that like I, that occurred to me, n- not in the middle of it, because in the middle of it, I was thinking about how fucking hot it was, and I was super enjoying myself. However, what I was thinking about afterwards were that the situation I have just found myself in with Amy could easily be a regular occurrence should there be a poly relationship emerge in our in our relationship within our relationship yeah so there was a lot going through my through my mind not so much during before and after most certainly during it was just such a hot experience i wasn't honestly thinking of much of anything else other than fucking her because it was so fucking hot i think you need to stop overthinking things so much and i yeah, realize apparently. that's pot kettle here but yeah apparently that's a that you are an issue. so analytical and sometimes i i would like for you to just feel things well and that's just it, it, it i think for the for the first time since i've been playing with anyone individually or separately from you there were different feelings there, not romantic feelings, but feelings of Connectedness. Com- complete you know, satiation and enjoyment uh, in the moment. And a real, again, yeah, like you said, a, a connection with someone other than you in a different way, but still connecting with someone. For example, when I was laying there and, and she was in my lap, she was sucking my cock. She, as I said, she stopped and we were talking for a few minutes. There was a moment where it was like, this is almost very connective. Like she's talking to me, my uh, rock hard, cock in her face, but she's having a conversation with me about what she wants because I asked her. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was almost like a, a girlfriend going, oh, I, like the first time her, you know, you asking your girlfriend what she wants and her having this look on her face, like no one's ever asked me that. I can't believe you're so concerned about my needs kind of thing. It was a weird feeling. You know, it was strange. Well, I'm not bothered by it. I think it's awesome. And I'm really excited to see what happens as you guys continue on. Like you said, you plan to see her again on Tuesday. And it seems like she's really into coming over here and playing with you. And I I just think it's a very positive thing for all three of us, really. Yeah. And and that's the other thing. I don't fully think she understands just how much it benefits us which is something i'm going to i want her, i want to talk to her about yeah because I, I do you think it would benefit her if i told her like if i met her at some point and told her that for sure yeah you guys have only met that one time for like 30 seconds in the kitchen yeah but yeah i mean i i, I certainly want to let her know that and then i think the next time you have the opportunity to, to speak to her it would certainly be beneficial for her to know that if for no other reason because again, she is very submissive. She's you know very easygoing kind of person and non-confrontational, and she's definitely regularly concerned about what you think yeah. or how is this going to affect you and I. Which I really so, appreciate, but it's also not necessary. 
Right. Well, it, I, I appreciate it, though. I, I'd rather that than the alternative, mm-hmm. certainly. Oh, same here. Yeah. So, yeah, I think her knowing that this is a huge benefit to our relationship will certainly put her more at ease. Although I do think after that last interaction that I just <laughs> I just laid out for you, our relationship will become a little bit smoother. I think it's it seems to, to have been Yours that way. Yours and Amy's, yeah. Hers and mine, yeah. So a little less apprehension, I think, on both of our parts, probably. Good. I would think. That's awesome. You know, from the way our communication has been since then. And I'm ridiculously turned on right now. So it's working yeah, it's, on all fronts. It was a very hot experience. Good. Very hot. So yeah, uh, stay tuned. More to come. Because there are two other experiences that were fucking amazing also. But I really felt like that was something that we needed to kind of touch on. For sure. I'm glad. Glad we did. Yeah. That was fun. It was a good time. I really liked hearing all of that. And she was so sweet that evening. She sent me a text message thanking me again for having her over. Of course, I thanked her for letting me have her over. And then the next day, she sent me that naked picture of her, which I shared with you. And she's like, hey, just thinking about uh, our time together last night. Thank you again so much. I really appreciate it. It was just very sweet. you know. So Yeah, she seems like a sweetheart. Yeah, it's going in the right direction. Cool. Well, that yeah. was sexy. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. I enjoyed every minute of that. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I, did. I really enjoy connecting with our Patreon members in our Patreon community. We have two new Patreon members this week who are Sassaman and Marie. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. They are two new members of our Telegram group as well, which has been really fun uh, connecting with them and over a hundred other sex positive, open-minded, supportive, and amazing people in our secret Telegram group. It really is the perfect place to interact with people during this time because we talk about everything. We share so much with our Telegram members and they share with us. It's just a really great place to be. So that's one benefit that we offer as a thank you for joining our Patreon community. We also do bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers. We have our naughty Snapchat access and lots of other bonuses. So we really hope that you will consider heading on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash front porch swingers. You'll be sponsoring and supporting the show and also getting some great exclusive bonuses as well. Uh, We also want to remind you guys, if you have not checked out Full Swap Shop, yet. It is a great place to get merch from lots of creators out there. ASN Lifestyle Magazine actually just jumped on board as well. So they are the newest people to have merch on fullswapshop.com. Our merch is there. We have Farmer's Market merchandise. We have Pink Vixen merchandise, as well as our classic FPS logo. So we hope that you'll check that out. Yeah, lots of cool stuff happening with Full Swap Shop coming up. Fuck yeah, there is. Very cool stuff. Lots of really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, also, guys, make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FP Swingers 2. If you have not left us a review yet on Apple Podcasts, we hope that you'll consider it. Leave a couple messages about what you enjoy about the show. It supports us greatly and helps us continue to grow the podcast. And also make sure you're checking out our YouTube channel. I actually just put up a anal tips video. So that's fun if you are uh, wanting to jump into anal. If this, if Amy and Brian's interaction has motivated you to get in the anal game, it's a good thing to check out. And our channel is called Front Porch Swingers. And we have lots more coming up. I actually saw Dean a couple days ago. So yep. we'll be sharing that interaction shortly. And as Brian said, he's been having lots of fun with Amy. So, um, of course, we'll be sharing all those sexy stories with you guys as always. And anything else from you, Brian? Lots of new stuff coming up. We have some partners, new partners coming on board very soon very excited oh, about yes we do 
some very cool stuff. We just got Ooh. some stuff in the mail. We've got a lot of very cool stuff coming up. 2021 is going to be a lot of fun and very interesting for us. For L- lots happening. Yeah, for sure. That's an understatement. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. What is our pick for the best place to find your next non-monogamous adventure? Altplayground.net. It is the most modern and inclusive lifestyle site out there. Whether you're a same-sex couple, an opposite-sex couple, bisexual couple, etc., etc., you are going to find people that understand you and want to connect with you on altplayground.net, which is why we absolutely love it. In addition to that, it has so many modern features like the podcast corner, the video corner, and communities like ours, Front Porch swingers. So we hope you'll come check it out for yourself today at altplayground.net.